It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. So this is a show or something, right? Consequence Podcast Network. I've never been this nervous in my life. Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! <laughs> what would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. <laughs> be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with It's the Interview Series, presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, thanks as always for making your way here, uh, checking out the episode, checking out the series. Uh, please do hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with all the interviews that I put out uh, every single week, new and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, three interviews a week to keep you up to date on your favorite artists and discover some new ones all the usual places including iTunes and Apple Podcasts Spotify and Podchaser NPR WFPK.org YouTube for the video versions or anywhere you get your podcasts from I'm Kyle Meredith today my guest actor Kurtwood Smith we're going to be talking about that 90s show yes this is Netflix's reboot to that 70s show which of course Kurtwood played uh, the dad on 70s show uh, Red uh, he and Kitty uh, but this time, the 90s show, he they're the grandparents, and uh, and that's what it kind of focuses on, uh, the kids of the kids. Of course, everybody comes back as a cameo. So we're going to hear about how everyone was brought back together, uh, why they chose to focus on the children of the original cast, and how his character, Red, hasn't really changed over the past 20 years. Uh, Kurtwood's uh, also going to dive deeper into how they're tackling big topics such as coming out, first loves, uh, alcohol and drugs, uh, what it's been like seeing Topher Grace, Mila Kunis, Ashton Kutcher, Laura Preppen, and, and Wilmer Valderrama take off in their careers, and how the next seasons will continue to play out over summer vacations, uh, assuming there are going to be next seasons. Uh, we also have fun with some uh, of Kurtwood's past iconic characters, such as Robocops, Clarence Boddicker, Dead Poet Society's Thomas Perry, and more recently, Patriots, Leslie Claritz. All that's and more. We're diving into that 90s show. It's Kyle Meredith with Kurtwood Smith. Hello, Kyle. How are you today? You're back with that 90s show. 
It's it's finally oh. happening, right? Yeah, we're very excited about it. Uh, you know, and uh, you know, we had a great time shooting all ten episodes, and uh, just can't wait to see how how the fans or 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 new viewers or whatever you want to call them all uh, enjoy the show. Well, I, I can tell you from personal, you know, so I'm I'm early 40s now, I'm 41. So I did grow up with that 90s show on TV, my coming of age years, uh, that 70s show. And um, it ended up being, you know, sort of an important show to me. So there's always that thing like, okay, we're going to get a reboot. We've got new characters. Am I going to like them? After the 10 episodes, I was sad. I wanted more immediately. Well, I'm very happy to hear that. Uh, and uh, I hope that uh, that Netflix heard you loud and clear. Uh <laughs> they have been extremely helpful uh, and you know you don't always get the kind of uh, publicity uh juggernaut that we've had for uh for the 90s show from the streaming channels so we're we're very pleased and excited about that and we assume that means it kind of like it so. yeah. <laughs> i loved it um how did it who made the call uh how did they how did everybody come together Tom Werner, of course, who owns the show, uh, along with uh, Marcy Carsey, um, uh, called uh, to find out if I would be interested in, you know, doing uh, redoing the '70s show as the set in the '90s uh, with Red and Kitty and grandkids. And I said, "Yeah, just where do I sign?" Um, I was very, uh, very happy to hear that, and especially when I heard then that. Bonnie and Terry Turner, two of the creators of the original show, uh, were on board. And Greg Mettler, who was one of the writers of the 70s show, was also uh, going to be uh, one of the creators of the 90s and uh, showrunner. So, you know, I thought, man, uh, you know, they've, they've got all the right pieces. And, you know, sometimes those things happen. It's like, well, we had all the right pieces and it blew up in our face. But that wasn't the case here you know every episode was just so much fun to read and so much fun to do you know uh, they really know how red talks and I, I just had a wonderful time doing I mean it's 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 almost like to the speed you know the, the stopwatch like how quick can we get him to say about kicking your ass so I was pretty happy about that it didn't take him very long did it <laughs> so you know here it is we're talking about it it's the grandkids now and you all and of course everybody makes a cameo but but was that conversation like how did you want to move it forward so it wasn't just and and was there ever a thought of saying it was going to be the entire old cast updated no because the uh so many of the uh of, of the older cast are sort of you know like tofers on another series and uh uh, Ash and Mila, you know, they have film careers going that, you know, and they are already committed to other projects. So, I, you know, uh, there was never any serious talk about, and 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 Wilmer, of course, is on uh, regular on NCIS. So uh, there, it wouldn't have been really possible. It would have been an unbelievably uh, difficult schedule uh, to try to uh, use all the old people, you know. Does, um, for yourself, does Red have character development 20 years later, or, or do you use that character to sort of lean back into the past? I think that Red is, is basically, you know, as people are, he's basically pretty much the same guy that he was 20 years ago. 
he he's under the false impression that he was enjoying his retirement and uh um and without you know not having a, a basement full of kids but uh of course soon discovers that that's what he's wanted all along you know i i think that and and, and I, you know i'm joking but but i'm not because i think that uh, he does that is something that happens to him whether he's even how conscious of it or not he is uh he he ends up i think kitty says oh you've got that twinkle back in your eye and i some of the things that he does for these new kid while his granddaughter of course um but also some of the other things he does for the other kids uh make you realize that he's actually kind of happy to have his basement full again it is fun because um and it, i should say it I wonder if it, you know, it looks like it's fun to play a character like that, to look like, to kind of play that line. You've got to hate something, even though you're seriously enjoying it the whole time. Is I don't know. Is there a trick to that as you're, you know, pulling out those lines? Uh, I don't know if there's a trick. I don't think it's a trick. I think it's just, you know, it's just plain old acting. You know, you 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 work with what you got, and uh, you know that's that's the way Red has developed and. Um, you know, it was just, uh, you know, one foot in front of the other as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> old shoes or an old hats, whatever they say. <laughs> old flannel in your case, I guess, is, uh, is what it is. The flannel, yeah. The flannel really takes off in this new show. Uh, because of course it would, you know, that I think that, you know, that, that, that sort of became one of the fashion things of the nineties with flannels. And we'll be right back right after this. Shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Uh, I, I live in Kentucky, in the Midwest, and allergies, yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice, it affects my mood, it affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now, and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the, the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you too. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A S T E P R O allergy.com. That's A S T E P R O allergy.com. Astapro and go. 
Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Kurtwood Smith. Um, the one thing that I did like seeing with all of you all is that, you know, there, there's still a sense of of taking on social cues. You have a, a, a very cast. Um, you have you're talking about big issues with this. I mean, um, there's 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 drinking and drugs. There's virginity there. You know, it's it's everything that comes along. What were those conversations yeah. going before? Because I felt like you all did them really impressively. Oh, uh, there, there wasn't really uh, much conversation about it, you know. I mean, it was uh, uh, the writers, uh, you know. Now that's see, that's more of a question for them than it is for us. Uh, that's uh, that came about in the script, uh, and uh, you know, I, I, it was it was pretty clear to us that that that's something that the writers wanted to feel that they could that they could get into and get into right away, you know, uh, uh, certainly dealing with, uh, with, uh, Ren's, uh, character, Ozzy, uh, coming out to, uh, Deborah Joe's uh, coming out to Kitty, uh, you know, about his homosexuality. Um, it's, that's just something that it wasn't so much more open in the nineties than it was in the seventies. And, uh, so he's still a little bit, I, you know, I, I remember in the first episode, uh, Eric mentions his daughter uh, starting her period. And he's like, oh, what, Eric? You know, uh, saying words like period. But, but still, um, you know, he's, he's kind of have to a lot of things. Now, the coming out episode, I think, was probably one of the, uh, the biggest and best uh, on there, just how the whole thing unfolded. And like I said, it was done you know, gently, but with humor. Yeah. I think that's how you've got to play it. Uh, I'm, you know, Deborah Joe, Deborah Joe handled it very well. You know, as we talk about, obviously the nineties, um, and I'm sure this came up all the time with the interviews in this, you know, in the nineties, when you were talking about the seventies, but it's, you know, that that's one of the characters of the show is the nostalgia uh, is the, is the kitsch that you lean into. I love seeing you all use the internet for the first time. Yeah. Uh, and we've got so much more of that sort of stuff coming along, you know, uh, cell phones as the cell phones get smaller. And I think that by this time, uh, you know, they had cell phones, but they were still those great big things that you would, you know, uh, have to work out with weights before you could carry around with you, you know. Um, and so there's all that kind of stuff to come. It's the bricks right there. We call those the the uh, the Zach Morris phone for a long time. Let's say yeah. by the railroad. <laughs> but I, I was thinking about that. I mean, I, I do a lot of anniversaries um, here uh, in both music and 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 movies and film, and uh, and sort of thinking about those things that we leave behind. And one of the biggest things, of course, is reruns. At this point, we've left reruns behind in, in sort of a way. And for that 70s show to have you know that seemed like that was also a big part of it you know we didn't but now you've got a different beast 
do you feel that part of it? Like, okay, this is coming out as it is, you know, and it's, it, it's not, you don't just randomly turn on the TV and you're halfway through the episode anymore. No. Uh, yeah, that, that, that is a surprise. Um, you know, I mean, on the one hand, it's nice. You know, certainly as a viewer, I like the fact that the, uh, the, the whole first season drops at once and you can pick and choose at your own uh, speed. But, you know, there was also something nice about waiting for the next week, you know, uh, um, looking forward to what, uh, you know, what might be coming. And uh, so we'll miss some of that. But, you know, I, I think it's made up for by people being able to see the uh, you know, see the entire season in a couple of days and uh, then maybe go back to it uh, as they uh, hopefully wait for the uh, for the next season to come along. You know, for you, I mean, you know, let's let's not age anyone too much, but you know, your coming of age years was what sixties and seventies. How much do you get to draw from that in these moments? You know, seeing these kids in both series come up like they did. Oh, it's it's been it's it's just amazing what how well the uh, the seventies show kids have have done. You know, uh, in their careers, they. They've all just gone on and done such wonderful stuff, and uh, and you know, and 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 they're good people. I mean, they were always good people, and they still are. Uh, and I, I'm very proud to have worked with all of them, and I have a feeling that it's going to be the same way for this group. They, they. You know, they they range in age from while we were shooting, they ranged in age from 13 to 17. So they were much younger, uh, well, younger than, than the previous kids. But, you know, I've got to say they, they're very talented and they have great work ethics. You know, it always, they always come to, uh, they always come to, uh, come to a set on time, they know their lines, they don't screw around. And yet we're having fun where, you know, you know, there's still some goofing off that goes on, uh, but but nothing that's holding anybody up, you know, they, they're, they're, they're great. They're really good. The talent is amazing. I was just also thinking about the whole thing about, uh, you know, as I look back at the nineties and looking at your career specifically in the nineties, and I could say this about any decade that you've worked in. I really could, but it's just incredible how many things that you were part of. <laughs> so many things. Um, and I hope you don't mind, I don't, you know, if I'm putting you on the spot or not, but, you know, if you look back at that 90s run, are are there any favorites that stand out? Are there any other characters that you would enjoy uh, going back to? Other characters I enjoy. <laughs> It'd be fun uh, to see uh, uh, Clarence Bodiger as an old man. Uh, but... Uh, no, I, let me see. Um, hmm. So many of my characters, uh, there, you know, there aren't a lot of fun people that I've played. You know, if I, you know, like even if I think back to Dead Poets Society, that was a very, he was an unhappy man to begin with. And after I think what happened to his son, I think, he, and, and, and the guilt that he, uh, Carries from about that. I, I I don't know that that would be that would be very interesting. Well, it might be interesting uh, to follow up on. Um, let's see. 
no, I, not too many of my characters, you know, um, would necessarily do well on further inspection. You know, there's a character that, uh, you know, one of my favorites, one of my most favorite things I've done was on the show called Patriot that uh, was on Amazon for two seasons and uh, only two seasons, unfortunately. Now, there's there's a character that uh, I still go back to because of, speaking of podcasts, we have a podcast that deals with that character and a, and a, and a fictional book book of fiction, but a book that he theoretically wrote uh, uh, about, it's supposed to be about uh, the world of piping, uh, but it's actually, uh, you know, sort of the story of his life. You know, that character is, I, I, I've enjoyed revisiting yeah. a lot. Back into that. So have you all talked about where the story goes from here uh, with with, uh, with that 90s show? Well, um, it's set up in such a way that um, each season will be the next summer. Um, on we find out in the first, you know, in the first episode of the '90s show, uh, the our granddaughter comes with her parents uh, for a visit, and uh, uh, we discover that she's just. She lives in Chicago and she's not having a very happy time of it. She doesn't really have any good friends and things like that. And right away she meets the girl next door and they hit it off and she meets her friends. And all of a sudden she's got this group of friends and she wants to stay there She for the summer. Um, and uh, obviously that's what happens. So the first 10 episodes are about that summer. And then uh, if, Hopefully we get picked up, then it would be the following summer or like that. I love that. And I, I don't know why that didn't seem obvious to me, because that's going to be really interesting to bring in those stories, having known that the characters just spent that much time apart. Yeah. Time. I mean, um... right. so there's a, you know, there's going to be, uh, you know, kind of, uh, oh, gee, hey, look at you, uh, you know, and kids grow and they get taller and they develop acne and, you know, all that kind of stuff that uh that comes along with it and you know to be said that you know summers were some of the best parts about growing up too so playing into mm -hmm. that absolutely <laughs> well again I, i've loved seeing it i've loved seeing red again um the whole thing even the the whole uh what do you call them the things in the middle where you're all dancing to the music that's always been there <laughs> it's it's been yeah. great seeing all those updated um I, I'll, I'll end with this too um and i'll put it on the spot a little bit again uh, what would Red have been listening to music-wise in the '90s? Because we know what the kids are going to be listening to. That's so much part of the pop culture. What do you think Red was uh, was spinning on the uh, the old vinyl or, uh, or CD player at that point? Well, I think that you know Red, being a a guy who you know we know he he served in World War II, and uh, um, so I think that uh, there's probably still some of that music that he. He still, you know, um, holds dear, you know, Sinatra, you know, uh, uh, some of that, uh, you know, some of the big band stuff. But I think he's also uh, a country and Western guy, you know, uh, country anyway. I think that's what he would mostly be spinning, either, either old tunes from the 40s or, you know, Willie Nelson, and uh, those guys. Yeah, well, Johnny Horton, little uh, Hank Williams, all that. 
Yeah. I loved it so much. I do hope along with you that we get so many more seasons of this. Uh, I, it's it's so nice seeing everybody back. Congratulations, Kurtwood, on this. Congratulations on the uh, the dropout in the awards season and everything oh, that's going yeah. on there as well. Yeah, they just got a, a, a Critics' Choice uh, Award for uh, uh, Best Limited Series, I guess it was. That's, you know, that's what it's on. It's a, a show I really enjoyed doing. You know, uh, I just thought Amanda was was terrific. She was great to work with and great to watch. All the accolades deserve it. Thank you so much for taking yeah. the time to talk about it. Thank you, Kyle. And my thanks to Kurtwood Smith. That 90s show now on Netflix. Thanks to you as well for checking out the episode. Do hit that subscribe button again so you can keep up with uh, all the interviews that I put out every single week, new and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at iTunes and Apple Podcasts, at Spotify and Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. After that, head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern. Song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews. Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence as your music and film news. You can also catch me on the social media spots. That's uh, that's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all three of them. The, uh, the address is at Kyle Meredith. So I do hope you like and follow along. And that does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Consequence Podcast Network. Don't know how to get out of here. Somebody got- it's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media.